You are listening to the System Semi Podcast, episode number 290. Today, we're going to be talking about how our systems here at System Save Me to protect my time have evolved in five years. So stay tuned. Hey, I'm Jordan, and my business love language is efficiency, because who doesn't want to sip pina coladas on the beach while your business runs on autopilot? We're here to help overworked one-woman shows become streamlined solopreneurs. And now with over 150,000 downloads, this is the System Save Me podcast. All right. So a lot of people, when they think of systems, they automatically think of automations, optimizations, you know, like webinar funnels, all that sort of stuff, click up boards. And while, you know, those are you know, under the umbrella. Absolutely. One of the favorite systems that I love to discuss is protecting your time. Like systems that have to do with what is on the CEO, aka Jordan's time schedule and how that evolves, right? So what I mean by that is when I first started out in business, I did have one person on my team who she technically was an internish in that sense, but she helped a little bit with like admin content, kind of whatever came her way. And really, there was no system to protect Jordan's time. Like I imagined that entrepreneurship was just like all about hustle, grind, do everything, team no sleep, like all of that stuff. And so those didn't exist really in like my first year, two years in business. And then there was a point in time in my business where it was just me. And that was where I had to get really creative in protecting my time because I recognized fairly quickly that I can't do the hustle and grind. Like that can't be my journey because it is very exhausting for me. So I had to start looking at, okay, what can I still do, but not still do? So meaning that it's happening, but I'm not the one doing it and I'm not having to pay someone else to do it. So the first area of that really was like the outside promotional stuff. And so I literally created 90 days of super awesome content that spoke to what I wanted it to speak to and let that bad boy run on autopilot. As in, I didn't touch it for a full year. And it looked like I was like super on it doing all the stuff. But and I, you know, when I was, I guess, inspired, then I would, you know, add in my random stuff. But for the most part, I recognized that really the only for my VIP days, it didn't necessarily matter too, too much what I was saying. It mattered in the sense of it had to resonate with them, but it did not have to be this new, fresh content all of the time. That wasn't the point of me doing social media. The point was I wanted to create the absolute best, juiciest stuff for a full 90 days. And it takes people two or three times to see something to like be like, oh, yeah, like that needs to happen. Right. And so that was how I did it at the very beginning. Another area that I had to protect was my calendar. So I absolutely had what was called AB Weeks. And for my schedule, I learned that from amazing Kaylin Asher. She talks all about the three-day work week. And I did A weeks where when I was, you know, doing 
podcast interviews for other people or podcast interviews for my podcast. I did any sales calls, that sort of stuff. And then B weeks were when I did my VIP days. And so I would do, you know, two ish VIP days a week on those B weeks and two to three, and then would do nothing else. And so that allowed me to be available and be on it and in the zone for clients. And, you know, my inbox, I would kind of poke my head in if there was anything that was an emergency. But if it wasn't an emergency, I would just respond later. So that was really what that looked like as far as like protecting my time in kind of those beginning to mid years. And then for like my services and stuff, um, now, you know, I've services and program, you know, I again did VIP days because that protected my time. I only had to talk with my client for that day. And then we had post day Slack support and they needed me if they needed me to be honest. So as my business has grown, as we've added on a program that is long-term ongoing. And I told myself I would never do anything long-term. I would never do anything that I would have to show up consistently for. And here I am a year later and I've showed up consistently for this coaching program, which, you know, breaks all sorts of beliefs for me, which is really exciting. So here's kind of in the past year, year and a half, mainly year, I have had to shift to protect my time even more. So going back to the outside promotion stuff, and how I protect my time with that. So I hired a content manager, Alice, who helps to manage our graphic designer, Taylor, and our video editor, Katrina. And they are able to create epic content based off of interviews that I do, based off of our program curriculum, based on initiatives that we have going on. And that has been completely outsourced. And it hundred percent protects my time. Now, Alice will ask me questions and I will audio message them every quarter ish, but we're still, we're actually evolving that even a little bit right now to where the captions are my words in the sense of Alice is reading or listening to them from an audio. And then she's able to build the captions from there. And so pretty much my full Instagram is being built and sustained by Alice. Have you been hearing all the buzz about VIP days or one day virtual intensives and want to create one for your business, but have no idea where to start? Head over to systemsamey.com slash quiz and take our new 60 second quiz to determine what kind of VIP day you should create. You'll get a detailed report with action items and exclusive structuring tips straight from the mouths of successful VIP day business owners. Ready to take back control over your schedule, your energy, and your income? A VIP day might just be the way to do it. Get started today at systemsamey.com slash quiz. One more time, that's systemsamey.com slash quiz. Now, comments are still me. I don't have anybody commenting back as me. However, I do have, and what a lot of people are thinking about and talking about is I do have support in my direct messages. So if you've had the pleasure of talking with Victoria in there, it's either me or Victoria. (laughs) So if Victoria doesn't say it's Victoria, then it's me. And usually where the line breaks is like, if it's somebody that is talking to me personally, like about, or I have a personal relationship with them, then it's me. If it's somebody replying back to something 
and you know, I want to have a conversation with them, then it's me. Anybody who is intentionally in our pipeline, I guess you want to call it, or our flow of joining done in a day, you're talking to Victoria, most likely. Sometimes I still poke into that pipeline and have conversations with people. But that was another thing that I had to outsource, which was really hard, because I love having conversations. And at the same time, conversations drain me and not because they're boring, not because of anything, but because, you know, I could literally sit in a room and not talk to anybody and like chill on my beanbag and like (laughs) fully immerse in a puzzle for hours. And that doesn't mean that I hate conversations. That doesn't mean that I don't want to have conversations. It means that, okay, if I only have this much energy capacity and, you know, having conversations drains my energy faster than say doing you know, an Airtable setup for our team or creating a strategy for failed payments for our program or like celebrating our students' wins or stuff like that. Like those take up less energy for me, but having conversations is is a lot for me. And so again, you kind of have to weigh out, like, do you want, it's kind of like a, what are they called? A strainer, I think. Whatever you put the pasta in, I have, you know, I don't um, really use this because I'm gluten-free and so I don't really eat pasta. But the thing with the pasta where the water comes out and, you know, you can pick a a strainer that has those little baby holes and like that would be systems for me. Like, so it takes a lot longer for me to be drained by that. But conversations, bigger holes, the water comes out faster. (laughs) So it's really interesting to think of it in that way. And so I've been able to build support around my social presence and being able to show up, still be me when I want to be me and like go talk to people and comment back. No one ever does my comments, by the way, that hundred percent is me hundred percent of the time. And so like, just, I have figured out what is absolutely necessary for me to be doing and what is not. And so with outside promotional stuff, that's been One way for that, another uh, that I guess I kind of forgot to talk about in the beginning was that I had a form for if people wanted me on their podcast, people wanted me to speak at their thing, people wanted me to do a live training in their membership, and it would help me to dissect their long ass emails that they would send that I would like, I just, I can't read all of that. Like, that's just very, it's too much. So I need the bullet points. And so I would have them go through and fill out that form. And then I would be able to make the decisions on Fridays and say, okay, like, yes, no, maybe so, blah, blah, blah. And I would determine, okay, I don't do guest blogging. So if you're asking me for that, it's an automatic no. If it's, you know, for me, guest podcasts, I want to be making sure that their audience is a match for me. I don't want to be talking to anybody that isn't part of my audience. And then Let's see what else did I do? Like summit stuff I was pretty open to, but again, audience match was a big thing for me, et cetera. And that was through a form. And now I, for that part of the outside promotions where it's my time or I'm creating a training or I'm coaching for somebody else, then Trina, the amazing Trina is in my inbox and she helps to determine, you know, which kind of bleeds into kind of my calendar and what that looks like. But she helps to create boundaries around what I do. And she is actually better at it than I am, (laughs) if I'm being completely honest. And she, because if I just see free time, I'll just 
add something to it. And it's like, that's not technically free time. That's time I actually need to be doing things like critiques for my students or whatever the case is. And Trina's like, no, like Trina has it down to where I think it's only like two or maybe three podcast interviews a week or two to three trainings that I have to show up live to in a week because again, she recognizes that it drains my energy and it's a lot for me. And so she's put a number limit on that kind of moving into then my calendar overall, what my calendar looks like now is different than the AB schedules because it has to be. And this is also like an asterisk to preface that like I've taken way less VIP days since having my program. And that's intentional. That's on purpose. I've, you know, referred them out to other people that I know are still really awesome because I have other priorities for my program and for my team. And so my calendar is like Mondays are really generally no call days um, because I like to ease into my week by getting some work done and seeing those green check marks to things. And then Tuesdays and Wednesdays are my call days. So Tuesdays I have like a call with like a coach of mine and then any podcast interviews that I need to do, et cetera. And then Wednesdays, I have um, a standing coaching call for my program and a standing team meeting call with my team on Wednesdays. Other than that, it's pretty much open to whatever other meetings I need to have. Thursdays and Fridays are left pretty open, generally either for a VIP day, which again, I haven't done as many as of late on purpose, intentionally, and then also to be able to get more work done and whatnot. Now there's asterisk because if there's like a live training that I need to be available for, for let's say like, I know we have one coming up for Courtney Shaw, who I love and adore and is amazing. And that one I believe is, oh, that one's actually on a Tuesday. So that's not a good. Okay. So for example, there's a podcast interview that I'm doing with Amber Lillystrom on June 3rd. And that's on a normal no call day for me. And that generally it means that I think it's a really good fit for my audience or for me to be in that audience. And so therefore I will make myself available outside of my normal two call days to make it happen. If I don't find it to be as close of a match and they're trying to ask me to do stuff on like a Friday, then like, no. And so again, Trina has the like Trina is really who you want to talk to about it. Like don't even come to me about stuff. Cause it just like ends really poorly because I can't manage my own calendar because there's so many other things going on. And so Trina is literally the best person and the only person you should talk to about my calendar because yeah, it's not going to be good if I'm, I'm in charge of it. So again, there's a mix of meetings. There's a mix of interviews. There's a mix of trainings. And those again, kind of fluctuate throughout the week. And Moving into then my program for done in a day, it is very intentionally created to protect my time. And the reason for that is I can answer questions that are coming on the fly. However, those tend to be more draining for me because I like to spend some time researching, looking stuff up, referencing past homework. I like that. And so for my coaching calls, I require everyone to submit questions before the coaching call. And that is on purpose so that I can prepare and I can know what questions I'm going to ask. And I won't feel like I'm being surprised or having to go through something that I haven't prepared the best answer for. That's not because I'm a robot. That's not because I can't 
answer questions live. It's because I like to research and I like to be prepared. And so that's how I have created a system around protecting my time when it comes to those one hour calls. And also another thing that I created for my program is a homework system that again, allows for me to have the time that I need and my team needs to go over research and really reflect and create really great feedback. And we get like, this is what people's like favorite part about our program is because they get that one-on-one personalized support that they don't normally get in a lot of other programs. And it's because I take my time. We have a three-day turnaround, three business day turnaround on feedback because your girl's going to take some time. I want to look at their past homework. I want to try to connect some dots. And I have just, I mean, I don't know how many legal pads I've gone through of just writing notes and madness for student feedback. But that's really how I'm able to protect my time because I encourage people to do their homework so that I can spend time in my zone, right? In my space. And I have intentional times throughout the week that I will help go through my feedback. My coach also does feedback and we are able to make that work for me, right? Because most people think, oh my gosh, I'm gonna have to have these like three hour calls and like it can be super draining, right? And the thing is, is like that work is exciting to me and I want my clients to like get the most out of our program, obviously. And so how can they get the most out of the program How can they get the most out of me without me feeling super drained and feeling like I can't like get through all of this, right? And so we have those systems around the coaching call with submissions, the feedback, the homework feedback system, and all of that to allow for our clients to come in, be supported in all the areas and get the best out of me, honestly. And so I wanted to share all of that because I think that it's really important to look at the systems and the boundaries and the processes you have around protecting your time. And as you can see, it it vastly changed when I was by myself or with one person on my team to then now I have eight people on my team. I have a longstanding program or ongoing program and, you know, things look a lot different. And so I want to encourage you to take a moment. Again, maybe one of those things work for you. Maybe all of them work for you and incorporate those into your business. So that way you can be more lit up. You can be more energized and less drained when it comes to operating your business. Thanks for listening to the System Save Me podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review on iTunes or send a screenshot on Instagram while tagging us at System Saved Me.